the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. They use it to push a far-left political agenda in this country that is not only destroying our schools and damaging our kids, but is destroying and damaging our culture. Based on faulty premises. How did this happen? And I just think it's, again, it's a part of the decline of all things that were once rather sacred, but we ha- we are having our young people absolutely indoctrinated in both public education and higher education. Correct the record of what is truth and what is fiction. God's seed has a root structure that's incorruptible and you might not see green for many years. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles on the American Family Association blog, The Stand, at lifesitenews.com, on wnd.com, and elsewhere out on the web, and of course at our website. And be sure to check out all our ideas about what you can do with your children, as well as things to watch out for online, while we are at home with them during the shutdown period, which hopefully is ending soon. You can learn more about all this right on our website at missionamerica.com. So today, once more, we are recording our program with the Zoom platform. And so if you notice a little bit different a difference in the sound, just bear with us because this is one of the consequences of the social distancing. And for now, it's just the way it is. But I am very glad we are still on the air and that we have another fantastic guest to bring to you today uh, and his insights. Sometimes we get the most insight about the current so-called LGBTQ movement and its aggressive agenda. We get the most insight from those who have been there, that is, former homosexuals and people who were formerly gender confused. Our guest today has become a very powerful voice in that vein. David Arthur is the founder of I Belong Amen Ministries, an an outreach ministry that brings hope and encouragement that God's love is available to everyone regardless of his or her past. He was born in Atlantic City, New Jersey, raised in Philadelphia, and David has lived all over the country. He's now residing in Maine, but he has a lot of ties to Ohio. David has only one desire to bring the truth of God's word in love to a lost and dying world. Welcome back, David, to Mission America Radio. 
Thanks for having me back, Linda. It's wonderful to come back on here. I've, I've missed you. <laughs> well, we've missed you too. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, it's great to have you back. And I've heard so much about all the things you're doing. But for the people that I think it's been a couple of years who, who did not hear the previous uh, program, please give us a brief overview, if you would, about your background that has led to your ministry. Sure. I spent over 30 years um, trapped in the in the deception of the LGBT movement. Many of those years, probably 20 um, of those years, I lived as transgender. Um, and, you know, I was, I was recruited into the movement, Linda, which means that I was, I was molested as a child. And, and, and there, there, and, and I'm going to take that step right into the school system right now and right into your public libraries and right into your your Boy Scouts of America and your Girl Scouts and your everywhere else that youth gather and youth are, that's how they do it. They recruit. And so, and I'm not saying that every homosexual is a child molester, but what I am saying is that this movement is recruiting children. And whether it be physically molesting them or raping their minds, this movement is recruiting children. And, and it's, you know, I, I hear the term recruiting and I'm thinking that there is a, also another word for it is that they are interested in children and uh, or they're interested in promoting their lifestyle, justifying their lifestyle. And some of them are interested in actually having sexual contact or at least teaching them all about sex. And so there's a whole uh, different points along the so-called quote unquote, the word recruitment. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, in my day, you had to be uh, molested into it, right? Not that you had to be, but the majority were, they were molested and which made them broken, which made them, you know, shattered and, and confused. And as a child, when you when that when that when that same sex intimacy is is um is perverted and you're and you're physically damaged or mentally spiritually sexually it takes you down a whole nother path of trying to fulfill something and we know that children children have vivid imaginations right they pay they play cowboys and indians they they have an alien they have monsters under their bed and so why would we ever trust a child to choose their own gender, you know? But the, but let me say this. Children aren't choosing their gender. This movement is choosing their genders for them and telling them that they are this, that they can be this. Um, I've seen it. I've seen children get recruited in school through the LGBT curriculum. I've seen teachers tell children that they are girls trapped in boys' bodies. You know, there's, there's such an array of, um, of of situations and scenarios about how this movement is coming in and it's enveloping America's children and grandchildren and it is poisoning their minds. And yes. nobody, nobody in that sees it. They, but it's a rainbow and it's all about love. And listen to me. They don't know the meaning of love, okay? Love to, love to me, when I was in the LGBT movement, 
was a warm, fuzzy feeling. Love to me was sex. And sex is not love. A warm, fuzzy feeling is not love. Love is an action. Love is obedience. You know, and and when you come to when you come to that understanding of what true love is and true happiness and true joy, and you realize that you were just seeking it under every rock you could, in every seedy alley, in the back seat of cars, and you know, in in the nightclubs, in the bottles, in the drugs, in the in the hormones, in the in the in the anonymous promiscuous sexual um engagement and then you realize that there's one place to find it and that's in jesus the christ right and yes. so when i'm watching these people come out of this movement they're all telling me the same thing i was re i was molested david i had a very um bad relationship with my same-sex parent you yes. know these are keys that take away that 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 God given that nature of intimacy that we're created to have with one another, and little boys with their fathers and little girls with their mothers, and and when when that same sex intimacy gets broken, the child is broken and it becomes an attraction in their mind. Because yes. I don't I don't believe that there's a same sex attraction. What I believe is that. We are created and designed with a nature for same-sex intimacy. And when we are confused or, or you know, broken, molested, um, abused, or tortured, that, that, that desire gets twisted, it gets perverted, and societally we have made it an attraction because we have no other... Um, no other words for it, right? We have nothing right. else. And if it is an attraction, then it has to be sexual and or romantic. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I imagine some people are just joining us. So let me uh, make sure people know who we are and what we're doing today. This is Linda Harvey on Mission America Radio. We're recording by Zoom today, folks. And we are interviewing David Arthur, who is the founder of I Belong Amen Ministries. And we're talking about his former life as a homosexual, as a formerly transgender person, and uh, what the what he sees is happening with our kids today. So, David, okay, so you you have a lot to say about. Um, let's just go on with what you're talking about. I was reading some of your. You've got you're all over YouTube and lots of places uh, out there. Uh, you you say homosexuality is not just another sin. We hear that all the time, you know, from right. the quote-unquote gay Christian movement saying, oh, no, uh, you should not be any uh, harder on homosexuality than, let's say, gossip or, you know, whatever. Uh, I never agreed with that, but you have a very articulate way of putting it. So describe what you think about that statement. What? You know, Linda, James 2, 10 and 11 says that if you're guilty of one transgression, you're guilty of all, right? So right. through God's lens, sin is sin. But homosexuality is not normal sin because, one, it is a, very, it is, it is a deliberate and very purposeful attack against God's very intention of creating man and woman, right? So it's an attack from the very beginning, just from his intention. But, Linda— murderers they don't go out and march in parades and demand extra rights 
thieves, when you catch them stealing, they're immediately repentant because they know that it's wrong. A man that's cheating on his wife, he doesn't march his mistress through town square or through a parade. He hides away in some seedy hotel or back in the woods somewhere because of his own convictions of what's right and what is wrong. But what we see with the, with the LGBT movement is we see a whole lot of people demanding extra and special rights. See, because this becomes our identity. It was my identity. So if anyone said to me that being homosexual was wrong, they weren't attacking my sin. They weren't attacking my actions. They were attacking my entire identity, my entire right. world. That's why we see, when we tell them the truth, we see the anger and the confusion and the lashing out right. and the malice, right? Right, and the interpret instant uh, uh, accusation of, you must hate me, which is not true. It's just simply not Absolutely. true. Uh, so, Absolutely. You know, it, there's so many misconceptions. Um just that I see when I'm on the street, you know, the church has spent, I don't know how many years arguing with people about why they're not born that way. And when I read the scriptures, I was like, wait a minute, we are born that way. We're all born that way, whatever that is for us, because we're all born into sin and shaped in iniquity. And so when they come up to me and say, well, I was born this way, I, I just look at them and say, well, you're right. So was I. And that's why Jesus said, be born again. And when they say this, is who I am. And I say, well, you're right. That's who I was too. And Jesus said, deny yourself. And I did. And now look, you know, and so these are the things that, that completely cripples their argument. And there's no more arguing because, you know, the one thing that this, that the apostate church has no problem doing is marching in their parade with them and telling them that God loves them. And yes. when I read the scriptures, you know what I saw, Linda? That God does love them, but it's not his love that's going to get them into the kingdom of God. It's his right. mercy. They don't right. have to obtain his love. They have to obtain his mercy. Yes, you know? they, ha they have to accept. The, the framework of truth is the beginning of uh, – it's the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. The framework of truth is the beginning of putting on a sane and – uh, God pleasing life of of for all yeah. of our sins. The first thing you have to realize is, wait a minute, what I've been looking at and these desires I have, God can change everything you want that's sinful, not just sexually, but everything. Right. And that if you just if you have really really grasp that you accept the truth of Scripture, then it change it starts to change you from the inside out. Correct. Amen. It does, and it. And, and it not only, you know, once you once you truly understand that that it is obtainable, right? Right. Because a lot of people, I never thought it was obtainable for me. I never thought that that I could attain what I've attained. But mm -hmm. when you when you when you start walking the walk and, and walking in the light, and you see that it's not only attainable but it's retainable, and that you can you can just be secure, right? Right. That you just. You, you just see things in, in, in a totally different light. You know, Paul uses natural function in Romans 127 mm -hmm. for purpose because what comes natural to us in our fallen state is natural to us. But what comes natural to us in our saved state, woof, it's, it's a whole different. different. Oh, it's yeah. It's a completely different thing. Absolutely, absolutely. God changes what you want, and you can not only uh, overcome this, but you can be happy 
doing you can have yes. a happy life you know we're uh we're gonna have a break here and we'll talk when we come back david if it's okay more about the issue of the radical sex education we see in schools and how you look yes. at that uh when we come back here on mission america radio this is linda harvey and we're talking with david arthur today who was uh with uh I belong. Amen. Ministries. He is a former homosexual and he's got lots of insights for us. Stay with us. We'll be right back following these messages. Today's program is pre recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. Today we're talking with David Arthur, who is the founder of I Belong Amen Ministries, and he is was formerly in the homosexual life and was formerly gender confused. He has a lot of insight and he's telling us a lot about what he thinks about what is going on today with uh, the sexualization of children in this way. So David here, you know, I want you to get your comments on this. You've, you've written a lot about this. You've spoken a lot about this. One of the cultural trends we see Uh, So much today, I cover this a lot, is the incredibly radical and obscene trend uh, that sex education in schools is going in. It's no longer longer abstinence-based in a lot of – in some it is. And in Ohio, praise God, we have a lot of schools that still have the abstinence education. But some of them also have what is called comprehensive sex education. It is basically incomprehensible sex education because it is – it is so dangerous and so it has become so gross and frankly i think there are criminal elements in the stuff the pornography that they include in this even with middle schoolers tell me what you think about the effect this is having on kids well you know linda csc the the comprehensive sex education the whole entire program is based on well one it's funded by planned parenthood two it is based on the, the, the scientific or unscientific, I should say, experiments of the mad pedophilic scientist, Alfred Kinsey. Yep, Kinsey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so that's what it's all based on. It all stems from his findings and is funded for by Planned Parenthood. So Planned Parenthood the, you know, they murder babies and they and they want to sexualize children. I mean, when people look at the whole picture and they can't see the what's going on, you know, you got Planned Parenthood. They're murdering babies, giving out giving out condoms, but murdering babies. And now they have a hand in a comprehensive sex education that is pushing um, children as young as kindergarten, but third grade in Massachusetts was learning, and this was about two years ago, learning about oral and anal sex. Mm. Uh, First grade in, I believe, Colorado was putting condoms on an erect mannequin. Um, This is not... See, we we all have something in our brains that that shouldn't should it's it's not supposed to be turned on until we are adults and we get married and and you know we have our our our, our marriage bed right, but children are being sexualized their their minds are being raped right in school right and as they're sexualized that it's turning something on in their brain 
that is actually causing them to have different desires. Right. And so now they're learning about all of these different desires. You know, there's books out there that are that's talking about um, does anal sex hurt? And they're geared towards second graders. You know, and so little Tommy is going to read this book and say, "He now before you read the book, he don't even know what anal sex is. Right. Now yeah. he reads the book and then he Googles it and now he's hooked on porn and now he wants to experiment. And right. this is the way now. And I'm, and I'm going to say this because, you know, a lot of parents, they don't believe it. They don't want to see it. And, and some of them are just blinded to it. But listen, if you embrace that death style because it is not a lifestyle it's a death style because every road every avenue of that movement leads to death so if you embrace that death style then you are sacrificing your child there's there are other ways to go about it than to not throw your child out in the yard with his with a few things and slam the door in his face that's not the way but neither is embracing it and encouraging this madness this chaos that is literally destroying these children because it's leading yeah. them so deep into depression yeah. that they that you know the suicide they're always screaming about the suicide rate amongst the LGBT movement amongst amongst the youth and they say well if you just accept them then then the the suicide rate will go down and no it doesn't it yeah. it goes stagnant for a very brief moment but that's because they have this euphoria of of acceptance. So with this new acceptance comes this new sense of joy. But once they realize that they're still the same confused, broken child, then that suicide rate skyrockets yeah. because then they want to end it all quickly. Well, you know, this is what yes. this CSE is doing to the children. Right. And David, I have this, uh, of course, the Planned Parenthood has now joined with all the homosexual activists to push this uh, toward uh, more and more radical uh, activities. And it's dangerous. This stuff is high risk and dangerous. They say, oh, no, this is medically accurate. Well, you know, if you had instruction about how to safely, quote, unquote, uh, you know, shoot up heroin or inject drugs, you know, do it exactly the right way and it won't be so damaging, you know, that might be medically accurate, but it wouldn't be responsible or advisable. You know, that that's right. These people are nuts. I mean they're just nuts that's and right. only and parent, you know what? parents are gonna have to stop this is what they're gonna have to do. And you know what, Linda? The medical facts from living in the homosexual and transgender world, the medical facts. I mean, listen, I had osteoporosis so severe that I couldn't stand up straight and couldn't walk without a walker. That's from the hormone. Oh. I mean, they didn't give out puberty blockers when I was a kid, or I probably would have been buying them on the street too. Um, but it leads to alcohol abuse. It leads to drug abuse. It leads to... Um, actual physical medical um damages to your body from the hormones from the clothing from from the the sex acts that they're performing it um you know i was diagnosed in 2011 or 20 yeah 2011 with um high grade um colon cancer cells and it was due to all of the 
Yes. Yeah. The sexual activity. Yeah. yeah the sexual mm-hmm. activity that my body was not created no. for. It's not meant for. Hey, Your, David. That cavity is not meant for sexual activity. David, we're running up on our, 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 the end of our program. Unfortunately, I would love to talk to you all day. I want you to make sure people have uh, information about how to get hold of you. Give us websites and contact information. Sure. Our website is um, www.ibelongamen.com. That's ibelongamen.com. And you can find us on um, Facebook at I Belong Amen Ministries and on YouTube, I Belong Amen Ministries, Alphabet Man, and on Instagram and Twitter. Wow. It's all I Belong Amen Ministries. Great. Um, the website, we stream live Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern okay. Standard Time. Thank so, you. There you go. Thank you, David. Wonderful. God bless you. God bless what you're doing. Just remember, folks, uh, we can overcome all of these things with God. All things are still yes. possible. Have a great day.